Welcome everybody. We're so glad that you're joining with us today online. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you moms. We are celebrating you today. Wasn't that video so adorable? I just love hearing from the perspective of young kids. It's so great to hear what they say and what their perspective is. So I hope you enjoyed that. We are celebrating you today, moms. We love you. And we also know that this is a hard day for some of you as well. It's not a day that you feel like celebrating because you've had challenges. Maybe you're missing your mom who's no longer with you. Maybe you are hoping to have a child and you haven't been able to. And so we understand this day holds a lot of different emotions for a lot of different people. So for those of you who are struggling today, we pray comfort for you. And we just want you to know that you're not alone. We love you. Um, but we do love moms and we're celebrating moms today. We also absolutely love our community. We love our community so much. And we are so hopeful for our future as a community. We have seen so many people in our community come together and rally together during this time. And so we are so hopeful for our future. But we also know that it has been so hard for so many people. Most of us were not expecting to be in the situation we're in. And, and so I want to ask you today, how are you doing? How are you doing right now? Uh, go ahead. You can comment below to let us know how you're doing. Let us know if you need prayer. We also have a lot of people that are ready and willing to help you in this time. And so comment below. If you don't want to comment below, email us at gracechurch.life. We would love to hear from you and how we can help you during this time because we know our community is going to come back from this and we're going to rally together. And none of us really planned for this time, but here we are, right, facing a highly contagious virus. Who would have thought that we would be here right now? And so we're facing this highly contagious virus. And so we've taken the steps and done so many things, right, to stop the spread of this contagious virus. And so this may be one of your greatest fears that you're facing right now is possibly catching this virus. Or maybe one of your greatest fears is that one of your family members would get it. Maybe your kids or your parents, a loved one. Maybe that's something that's just um, caused you a lot of fear and anxiety lately is just, what if someone catches this who, who I'm close to? What if, what if I actually give this to someone? I mean, how devastating would that be for, for us to pass it to someone else? I mean, that may be one of your greatest fears. And so today, I actually want to talk to you about being contagious. Being contagious in a good way, though, right? I want to talk to you about being contagious because we're all contagious. And so I would ask you, what are you contagious with? Because there are many things that we can be contagious with. We could be contagious with negativity. So if we're just looking at things through just a, a negative perspective and that's all we're talking and sharing about, we're going to be contagious with negativity. We might be contagious with gossip. Maybe we're sharing things about someone to someone else. Well, once we do that, then it spreads to the next person and the next person and the next person. And so gossip is contagious. Hate is also contagious. So when we spread hate, when we talk about hate and the things that we hate, that becomes contagious. 
fear is also contagious. And so people around you will catch what you have. And so what are you spreading? Because you know what else is contagious? Love. Love is contagious. When we love those around us, when we just show love to everyone, no matter what, that is contagious. Positivity is contagious. When we choose to have a positive attitude, when we speak positively about people and things and situations around us, that's contagious. Faith is contagious. And you know what else is contagious? Hope. Hope is contagious. And so what you choose to feed is going to grow and it's going to be contagious and it's going to spread. And so what you choose to feed is going to grow. I don't know about you, but during this time of quarantine, being stuck in the house all the time, I am feeding myself way too much and I'm growing and I can feel it and I know it, but it's so hard to be home all the time when you have access to all your food and, and you have, sometimes you just don't know what to do. So you're just kind of eat and snack. And I don't know about you, but I have a couple of teenage boys at home who eat nonstop all day. And so they are snacking on things and I go over, I'm like, what are you having? Oh, that looks good. I want some chips and queso. Yeah, I'll eat that. You know, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm eating chips and queso. What? I don't normally do that. But during this quarantine, I've been feeding myself way too much. And so I'm going to grow <laughs> because I'm feeding myself too much. I don't know if you can relate to that. But what we feed is going to grow. And so what are you feeding? Are you feeding fear or are you feeding hope? I want to share some scripture with you today out of the book of 1 Thessalonians. Paul is writing to the church in Thessalonica and he's commending them and encouraging them um, about how they're sharing their faith in God and how the good news is spreading through them and through their church. And so these are just incredible, encouraging passages I want to just read to you. Starting in chapter 1, verses 2 to 3, it says, We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then going to verse 5, it says, For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you know of our concern for you from the way we lived when we were with you. And so he is commending this church in Thessalonica. And he's saying, you guys are doing an incredible job. You're loving deeds. You are spreading the good news. You are making that good news contagious. It is spreading. The news is going through all of the countryside. It's amazing, right? I know that when they finally find a cure for COVID-19, we are going to hear about it. That news is going to spread like wildfire through the whole world. We're going to know about it, right? That news is going to be contagious. Well, we have the good news that will cure spiritual sickness. We have the good news that is a cure for hate, 
that is a cure for fear and hopelessness. We have the good news that can cure that. And Jesus didn't come for the healthy. He came for the sick. He came not for the righteous, but for the sinners. And so Jesus came to reach the marginalized, the outcasts, those who didn't feel worthy of it. That's who he came for. Can you relate to that? Have you ever been rejected? Have you ever felt like you let God down? Are you feeling hopeless right now? Well, I want to tell you that you are not alone. And you are the exact reason that Jesus came to spread this message of good news and hope. Because Jesus didn't come for the perfect people. He came for me and he came for you right where we're at. Isn't that incredible? He came to give a good news that would change the course of history. And these disciples at this time were so faithful in sharing this good news. They were making it contagious all through their country and their region. It was just spreading like wildfire. And so why did that happen? Why did the good news spread? And how can we be a part of that? Well, I'm gonna share with you three things that I believe that we can do to help this good news be contagious. And the first one of those is through faithful work. Through faithful work. And Paul was just encouraging this church in Thessalonica that they were faithful in what they were doing. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8, it says, And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Macedonia and Achaia, for wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it. I mean, can you imagine this? He's telling them, listen, we don't even have to tell people about the good news because when we see them, they are actually telling us about it. How incredible is that? That good news was being contagious and they were spreading it, telling other people about the good news, about our faith in God. And so it may look a little differently right now how we're actually doing that, right? We can't sit down face to face with someone right now and maybe give them a hug or hold their hand while we pray for them. We can't really do that right now. So it may look a little different how we're spreading this good news, right? We have to be creative in how we're doing that. We have to pick the phone up now and talk to someone on the phone actually have a conversation, not texting, but actual phone conversations. We're, we're sending people cards and, and we're telling them in the cards, hey, I'm praying for you. We're inviting people to church online with us. Since we can't go with someone in person right now, we're inviting people to church online. We're leaving supplies and, and food at people's doorsteps for them just to help them and to bless them during this time. So there's other ways that we have to, to find to, to make this spread right now. Because even though we're physically separated, we can be spiritually connected through this good news and through our faithful work of spreading it. And right now, we are in a major shift in our world where the way we spread the good news is changing right before us. 
but the message remains the same and the impact of that message remains the same. We can spread this good news. There's a couple of verses I want to share with you from scripture that talk about just this contagious, the contagiousness of this good news at the time. In Mark chapter 1 verse 28, it says, The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee. In Acts chapter 6 verse 7, it says, So God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased in Jerusalem and many of the Jewish priests. And so this just attests to the fact that this good news was just contagious. It was going everywhere and everyone was hearing about it. We have the opportunity to be a part of that now through our faithful work. We just continue to spread this good news. And Grace Church right now, we are reaching more people now than we ever have. And this good news is contagious. And the amazing thing is that people are looking for it right now. People are desperate for this good news. So be a part of that. Let's stay faithful at making the good news contagious. The second thing that we can do to help spread this good news is through our loving deeds. Or at Grace Church, we like to call it random acts of kindness. And so how will people know that we follow Christ? How will people know that the good news is actually real? By our love. It tells us in John 13, 35. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So our love simply by our love and, and showing that to other people, the way we care for people, the way we empathize with them, when we give generously. And let me tell you, church, you are generous. And we have seen that over the last few months. You have stepped up and you have been generous to our community because we can't just talk about the good news. We have to show what it looks like. And showing the good news in action is through love through our loving deeds, through random acts of kindness. And so during this time, our staff talked about, you know, what we wanted to do in the community and, and who we wanted to help and reach. And over the last couple of months, we've been able to help so many people and touch so many different people groups that are in crisis in this time. And just this last week, we were able to join with two schools in our community to put out teacher appreciation signs in their yards just to appreciate them and tell them they are loved and that we support them because it's been a challenging time for teachers. And so we showed them the love of Christ by, by doing that, by loving them. We're not just talking about the good news. We're going and we're showing what that looks like because our loving deeds show people Christ. Our loving deeds will be contagious. I don't know if you have ever had somebody do a random act of kindness for you, just even something small. Even um, one of the examples I like to use is when I go to Aldi, the grocery store, you have to put the quarter in to get your cart and then you take it back. And so I've had people many times when they have a cart and they don't want to go put it back. I say, well, I'll take it, you know, and then I offer them my quarter and they just go, no, no, it's no problem. And just something as small as that, it just touches you and it makes you feel loved and cared for. And so 
when, when you receive a random act of kindness like that, the first thing that you want to do is you want to do it for someone else. And when that happens, that one random act of kindness could literally turn into hundreds of random acts of kindness within just a short time. So it's contagious. And we want our loving deeds, our kindness to be contagious. That is what's helping spread this good news. The third thing that can help spread this good news is enduring hope. Enduring hope. And I don't know about you, but I think of any time that we're facing right now is a time where so many people need some hope. And you may be one of them. And so we have the opportunity to experience enduring hope and to spread that to other people. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, it says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Isn't that amazing? We have this hope. We have this hope that we can hold so tightly to because God is gonna keep his promise to us. He's never gonna leave us. He's never gonna forsake us. He is gonna be right here with us. And we have that hope and we get to hold on to it and we get to spread that to others around us because we're not stuck here. We are not stuck in fear. We don't have to be stuck in fear. We have an enduring hope. We have a God that says, listen, I want to give you a future and a hope. That's the kind of God we have. And so when we have that hope, we can share that with others. That is the answer that so many people are looking for. As I was thinking about hope and preparing for this message, I actually came across a movie quote that I want to share with you because Man, it is powerful. It actually sounds like something that should be in the Bible. It's so incredible. And so I want to share this movie quote with you. Um, and after I share it, go ahead and type in the comments what movie this is from. If you know, um, just share that in the comments. It'll be interesting to see if anyone can guess it. But here's this quote. It's incredible. It says, hope. It is the only thing stronger than fear. A little hope is effective. A lot of hope is dangerous. A spark is fine as long as it's contained. Incredible, right? So what movie is that from? Write it in the comments. Let's see if you can get it. It's a powerful, powerful quote on hope. Well, if you said The Hunger Games Catching Fire, you are correct. That was a quote from President Snow from that movie and, and it's so powerful, right? Having hope is dangerous. It's dangerous. Can you imagine if we had enough hope to be dangerous? I mean, that would get us through the hardest of times, through the hardest of times. And so I would say to all of us today that hope is essential. It's essential. And we can make it contagious because when we have hope and we share it with others and they catch it, then they spread it to someone else. It just continues. And so right now, we may be in the midst of less than perfect circumstances. 
I know I have found myself in the midst of that. I work full time and now I'm finding myself having to help my fourth grader at home with all of his schoolwork. Um, and it took us a while to get it figured out and to get a good plan for it. And so it took, took a lot of time and effort for me. I have to sit with him and monitor him and help him make sure he's accomplishing all that he's supposed to. And so I'm torn between two worlds. I, I work full time and, and I'm also trying to help my son at school, at doing it at home. And, and many of you moms found yourself in that situation. And even some of you dads, you're the ones that are home full time right now. And so we find ourselves in less than perfect circumstances right now. But we can't stay focused on the negative aspects of our less than perfect circumstances because in the midst of that negativity, it's gonna be nearly impossible for us to build that enduring hope. And so what do we need to do? We need to lift our eyes. We need to soak in God's word. We need to be speaking life to our circumstances. We've got to turn some worship music on. We've got to bring everything to God through prayer. Because what we are feeding will grow. And so what are you feeding? Are you feeding the fear or are you feeding hope? Because the best thing right now the best thing right now is that people are open to the good news of the hope in Jesus. That is some great news and people are ready and they're open to that. And honestly, maybe that's you today. Maybe you've been watching this and you would say, I want that. I want that hope. I'm desperate for that. Well, I have great news for you today. There's an incredible scripture I wanna share from you. For you out of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 it says therefore we who have fled to God for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls I love this verse so much God is our hope and he is an anchor for our souls. It, we can hold tight to that in the midst of these the waves of life that are crashing around us. We get to hold on to that, it's our anchor. This verse has been so powerful for me personally. A number of years ago, I found myself in a really challenging time. I was just struggling emotionally and I was trying to deal with some some things in my life and just some things emotionally that I needed to work through. And it was so hard and it was so challenging. And honestly, I had never felt more lost in my life than I did in that time. And I held on to this verse with everything I had because I needed that anchor. I needed that hope to make it through that. And when I got to the other side of that, time when I made it through those challenging times this verse I just kept coming back to this verse and so I actually went out and bought a bracelet that has an anchor on it just because of that and this is a reminder to me of this verse that that God's hope is my anchor and it holds me steady when all of life is crashing around me it holds me steady just 
as an anchor does for a boat in the water. When a boat puts an anchor down, the current could be really strong around that boat, but it's going to stay there because that anchor is down. And when the waves are crashing around that boat, it's not going anywhere because that anchor is holding it steady. That is what this is saying. That hope we have in God is an anchor just like that for us. And so you can receive that today just by saying yes to Jesus. By giving your life to him today, you can have that. So I wanna take a moment and pray with you and give you that opportunity. So if you need to say yes to Jesus, I just want you to repeat after me this prayer. God, I need you. I am desperate for you. I am tired of living life on my own and I need you. So today I ask you to become the Lord of my life Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. Make me new again. I choose to live for you today. In Jesus' name. And I just want to pray a blessing of prayer over the rest of us that, that we could hold on to this hope during the midst of this time as we move forward in life and, and what God has for us. So God, we just thank you for this time that we've had to look at your word and to learn more about you, God, and, and your hope and, and your plan and, and your future that you have for us, God. It's, it's incredible, and it is to give us hope, God. It is to, to give us something to look forward to in our life, God, right now, and we can look to you in all things and in all circumstances, and so we do that right now, God. We look to you for all that we need. God, you are our hope. You are our strength. You are our refuge. You are our ever-present help in times of trouble. And so we look to you and we just pray, God, that, that hope would rise. God, that hope would rise within us just right now as we're praying together. God, that your hope would rise in us more and more every day as we soak in your word, as we bring things to you through prayer, God, as we worship through music, God, that your hope would rise in us and we would be encouraged, we would be lifted up, God, and we would be able to spread this good news to other people around us, God. We just pray that the hope would not just stay with us, but that we would spread it, God, that it would be contagious, that we would continue sharing this good news with everyone around us, God. Everyone needs hope right now, God. Everyone needs the good news that you have for their life. And so we thank you for that, God. And we pray blessings on every single person listening to this, God, watching this online. We just pray blessings on them and their families right now, God. We thank you that you are going to work all things together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purposes, and that we will get through this and we will be stronger on the other side, God, holding on to the hope that you have before us. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. If that was you today and you said yes to Jesus for the first time, we wanna celebrate with you. We also wanna help you and we want you to know that you don't have to do this alone. So if you said yes to Jesus today, just put the hand emoji in the comments below or you can also text I said yes to the number on the screen. We have resources for you and we just wanna come alongside you and help you in this journey. Well, thanks again for joining us online today. We love you all, and especially all you moms. Happy Mother's Day, and I hope you have a great day with your family.